What is up, guys? Welcome back to Take It to the House. I am Zach. First episode 2024 for me, as well as Elijah, aka Tarzan, is with us as well. And of course, Thatcher, who rode solo last week because all of us were busy. But a few things before we jump in. Next week is our one year anniversary of starting Woo! Take It to the House. So we will kind of do like a little special edition, maybe, maybe post it on the day we post our first video, as well as maybe do a montage. But we will probably talk about that later next week, the three of us, four of us. And Caleb might also come on next week since he was a part of this as well. So, and then now we are back in school. So episodes will probably be coming out Thursday and not next Thursday because Saturday is the 20th is when we post our first video. But uh, yeah, we're back in school. Elijah's back in Utah as well. We're we were so happy to see him yesterday. We saw him for the first time in like six months. But we have some breaking news to break real quick. Nick Saban, Crazy. coach of Alabama, is retiring. Just this just came out for us as we were about to start to record. Like, yeah, like three I literally minutes had to stop. I had to stop Elijah and Thatcher mid conversation because that is just that's crazy. Yeah. So he just announced to his team that he is retiring. So now. That's another coaching spot open as well. But other topics we're going to talk about today is Michigan winning the national championship against Washington. The coaches that have been let go as we're going to preview wild card as well. We're going to talk about the Saints as Jameis Winston handed off the ball to Jamal Williams for the last touchdown of the game. And Dennis Allen is obviously not happy about it. So we will go into more detail about that. But we're going to start out with Nick Saban real quick. What are your guys' kind of reactions real quick before we kind of give what coach could fill that position? Um, Thatcher, do you want to go first? Sure. I just am in shock. Like, I – first of all, it reminds me of kind of like Belichick too where he's on the hostie. But like Saban is a coach that I would think would literally coach until he died. It mm. Like – he, I did not see him retiring. I didn't see him retiring this soon. And I'm a little surprised because this Bama team surprised a lot of people and they're not losing that many players. So it was really surprising for me to see, you know, especially with a lot of the quarterbacks that are leaving for this year's draft. I'm surprised that at least he wouldn't run it back one more year. But hey, if if he thinks that it's time to go, then it's time to go. And he's got a forever cemented legacy in the college football universe. So yeah. um, as much as I despised watching Alabama, they were so great for so many years. So like, thank you to Nick Saban for a lot of incredible teams. He, I know was well liked by a lot of his players. Um, he sent a lot of guys to the draft um, and he did a lot for, for the Crimson Tide. So pretty, pretty crazy stuff though. Yeah. I think, I think in terms of the context of the whole day of everything that's been going down, that's what's just crazy. Like to add on top Piling of it, Piling on top of it's it, it's just and and that's like that's the biggest news out of all. You know, Pete Carroll, big news, but this I don't think anything tops this. No, and but I also am viewing it from a point of there are a lot of head coaching vacancies now. There are a lot of good head coaches available now. And this Alabama job is more appealing than a lot of NFL openings right now. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see who can fill that role. Um, and yeah. I mean, obviously no one's going to fill the shoes of Nick Saban, but 
I mean, with how much with how much talent they get year in and year out, they should still be very Powerhouse. competitive. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, especially with the squad they had this year and right. upcoming players coming into the school. They have a few five stars coming in next year. Um, I think it's it's pretty shocking that Nick Simmons did retire. I do think that there could be some flip commitments as well. Yeah. I'm not sure. I because of Saban retiring. Right. I think it also depends on how he gets hired as a new coach as well. Yeah. Right. Uh, but they have a really solid squad. I think if one of his uh coordinators got promoted, I think that'd be a perfect fit as well because they are so familiar with the players and their play scheme and the playbook that they have. Um, but I think I think we could see a few flip commitments from probably Bama yeah. to like it's Georgia like, or Ohio State. Uh, I don't I don't know, like big it's schools, kind of yeah. big schools, but and then as Elijah mentioned, Pete Carroll is out as the Seahawks coach that was yeah. announced this afternoon. So we we kind of see him maybe going to Bama, but at the same time, the age is the same. They're the same age, I believe. Um, but there's also some like NFL openings as well that Carroll could go or takes an executive lead. So, but I think Bama's in a good spot right now. Nick yeah. Saban's legacy will be always remembered, and I'm sure they're going to rename the stadium after him or something at this point. That'd be cool. Something yeah. for me that is part of why it made why it was surprising is that Milrow is really kind of coming into his own, and so I just kind of figured that maybe he would stay until Milrow left, mm-hmm. um, which I think is another point where maybe Bama decides to promote within until they move on at quarterback, and then. Maybe when you decide that you're going to get a new quarterback, that's when it's time to kind of reignite your program and and take it a different way because it's going to be a hard transition with whoever they hire. Even yeah. though they are still Alabama, that's a huge, huge change, regardless yeah. of who they hire. It's exactly. I just wonder what the motivation behind it was because I don't yeah. really see any like factors out of pushed them out. Yeah, well, especially like like I was mentioning with all those think about all the quarterbacks that are leaving college football right now. Yeah. So you're one of the few top programs in the country that has their quarterback solidified, mm-hmm. and this is wild. But... And with a 12 team playoff too. Right. So they're pretty much right. guaranteed to have a right. shot. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, national championship. Good transition, boys. Um, Michigan came up on top, 33. Thir- sorry, 30-13? I don't remember. 33-13, Yeah, 33-13. So Jim Harbaugh finally gets his trophy for the national championship for Michigan after numerous, numerous tries. But kind of good to see Jim Harbaugh win the national championship. But now this is kind of where Jim Harbaugh has a decision to make going from college back to the NFL as he was a former coach of the 49ers before coaching Michigan. Or do we see him stay with Michigan next year and the year after that or go to the NFL? But there's also a lot of coaching openings in the NFL right. as well in college, especially with Bama. But we don't see Harbaugh going to Bama. Yeah, probably right. not. So the question I want to ask you guys is, do we see Harbaugh staying? Do we see him going to the NFL? Do we see him retire possibly too? What do you guys, what do you guys think? Elijah, why don't you go first since you're closer to Michigan than the rest of us, I would say. So, uh, first, I just want to say, I I think Michigan deserved it. It's just too yeah. bad that they had to cheat to actually, you know, get to this point. But I digress. Um, I think if Harbaugh wouldn't have won the national championship, 
he would have stayed. But because he won the national championship, I think it would be smart for him to get out while he can before this investigation continues further on. And also, there are prime openings in the NFL that I think he would thrive in because he was a great coach with the 49ers before, you know, um, going to Michigan. And so I think... I think he's probably right now the most sought after coach in football. I yeah, one hundred percent. So, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, it was a terrible game, but I think <laughs> <laughs> you know. I think, um, in terms of the game, real quick, I know I think I was the only one that actually was able to watch it in its entirety. <laughs> I think Zach was at work, and I don't think Elijah had any interest in watching. I Michigan. turned it off at halftime. I was so. not at work. Oh, well, I was the only one that watched it in its entirety. And it it was kind of like, I, I think the score didn't actually quite reflect the game that it was. Washington just missed so many opportunities. They'd mm. get the ball back down seven. They'd get the ball back down seven. They'd get the ball back down seven and did nothing with it. And it's just, I was, I was really surprised with how Washington played that game. I think if you would have told DeBoer and the Huskies that they would only score 13 points in the college football championship, they'd be like, nah. Well, uh, I think I think also if you would have told him that the best offensive line in college football would have played like one of the worst offensive lines yeah. in college football. That, that number have... 73, I don't know who is who he is. The one who got Homie, had, homie had a rough game. Yeah. He yeah. So yeah, but that's also Blake Corum is him. Homie Blake, is insane. Blake Corum is him. And I um, think yeah, Ugh. and I think I mean, yeah, he still has Blake one more year. Him, and I think that JJ McCarthy, it it like he's good, but the problem is he didn't really get his chance to shine in that game because he right. he didn't have to because you know the rushing game was like two hundred and thirty yards or something like that. So, but anyways, on to Harbaugh. I agree with Elijah. I think winning is the easy way to leave on a high note. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'll take another college job. I don't think there's any reason to when there are this many teams open um, in the NFL and 1000% he will be the most sought after coach in all of football right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Despite him I, eating his boogers. <laughs> oh man. Um, but I was going to say too, like the cheating scandal, I think, I don't know, like everybody's going to have their own opinion on it. I think, Michigan probably would have won all those games that they won anyways, regardless of the sign stealing. But also, I think it shows a lot that Harbaugh was suspended for three games. Four games? Three games? Four games? Uh, he was suspended at the start of the season and suspended three games to end the right, season. so four total? Yeah. So I think it shows a lot that they were able to come back after all of that and and still win the championship. So credit to him. But here's the thing. A lot of people think, like, Okay, you know, because he's not on the sidelines, he's not coaching. He's still coaching the game. He's just not. He's not in allowed stadium. in the stadium. Right. So right. he's just given the the assistant coach or whoever, mm-hmm. you know, the. the still, rundown. I think there's an impact that not having your coach on the field, you know, especially with Harbaugh's presence. I know the way that he and JJ had a really good connection, it looked like, too. So yeah, I wouldn't was... be surprised. I would not be surprised if wherever he ends up going, they end up drafting JJ McCarthy. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm, that's that. so, so Zach, go ahead. Yeah. Blake Corum has one more year, right? On his eligibility. Correct. If I were I him, I would go to it, the draft. It'd be silly if he wouldn't go to the draft. Yeah. 
But technically, he still has one more year of eligibility. Yeah. With Harbaugh leaving, JJ's leaving as well because they go to the draft. Uh, I think Corum it might be worth staying for Corum just because he's got that that leadership and that. I wouldn't. Though. I don't know. I know it might be worth him staying as well just because of the veteran presence of playing at Michigan as well. But uh, back to Harbaugh though, I could see him going. I think he's going to the NFL. There's a slim, very slim chance that he might stay at Michigan, but I don't think that he will stay at Michigan. I think one, I think two teams that he could possibly get hired to is probably the Chargers or even Seattle. Hmm. Seattle just had an opening. Right. So, um, I think that's a big thing because Harbaugh's been well known for being the San Francisco Niners coach, leading them to a Super Bowl, not like a win, but to a Super Bowl. So I think him going back to the NFL might be worth it just because of also what happened this year versus the NFL is more stricter and they don't allow signs, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, but I think those are probably the two teams I could probably see him go to. I think for me, the best fit for Harbaugh, and I know this may sound crazy, but I think it's the Falcons because that division is super easy. They have... A lot of young, sorry, Thatcher, but it's true. The the, the Buccaneers won the division. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I mean, they have young pieces. If they get it, if like they could draft McCarthy, he's, just, he's not a good quarterback, but they could draft him, you know? And yeah. so that would be really high, though, for them to draft him there. But yeah. Well, I mean, he's not going to go first round. I'm talking about like second round or third yeah. round or something like that. But I don't see him going to see a Seattle mainly for the fact that that division is incredibly tough. You know, yeah, that yeah. division's like really, really tough. When I when I look at, I don't mind the Atlanta shout. Like I would hate it, but I don't. Like, <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you. Right. I think when I look at so right now, um, Zach sent it to us in a group chat. But um, yep, I did. When we look at our coaching availability so far, there could be more. Seahawks, Commanders, Chargers, Raiders. For now, they might hire mm-hmm. um, what's Pierce. his name? Yeah, Pierce, Panthers, Pierce. Falcons, Titans. I think. I think the Panthers are off the list because he's going to want more control and David Tepper is unhinged. Um, And so I don't think he'll go there. I think for me, it would be, I think the Seahawks would be good because I think a transition from a guy like Pete to a guy like Harbaugh would be easy. I don't think it would be a difficult transition. I think they're very similar coaches. And then you have a guy in Harbaugh who's really, he's a really a player's coach. Um, so I think that would help. I also don't think the commanders is a bad shout because they need a strong presence. I think, I don't think Rivera was it. And then you could get Harbaugh. You could still have the enemy and then Harbaugh could have his quarterback of choice because they're at two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he would fit that culture really well. Um, especially with the new ownership group coming in for Washington. Um, Elijah, do you want to say something or are you? Yeah, I just got a, um, I just got a update, uh, from, Bleach report. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. Uh, the Alabama are targeting Dan Lanning to be. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, man just went from. I don't remember what college he coached before Oregon, but he's in Oregon now. He's gonna go to Bama possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that too. What the hell? Sorry, finishing it up real quick. That's interesting though. Um, I also think the Chargers just because Justin Herbert, and then. You have Justin Herbert, you have offensive pieces, and they have a decent draft pick. So, um, and I think LA needs, I think the Chargers need to make a big move. Um, 
but it would be like the least chargers move ever because they just don't spend their money they don't make big moves but i think any of those three in terms of culture though culture fit i think washington and seattle would be good mm-hmm. fits mm-hmm. for harbaugh I and would, washington especially because they have the two and that'd be perfect i would also say i do think belichick will be out as the coach for the patriots I think that the Patriots would be might be another team that I could see Harbaugh going to, especially having the third pick in the draft, where he also yeah, gets I his agree. quarterback with a choice because Matt yeah. Jones is obviously not the answer. Zappy right. is not the answer, although they did win games with Zappy. But I think yeah. the Patriots would be another good <laughs> fit for Harbaugh as well. Sorry, I just thought of a hellish scenario for you guys. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. so Saban just retired, uh huh, and we were all sick of Bama. Uh huh. And Bill Belichick's on the hot seat in New England. Are you saying so that imagine Saban Bill goes? Belichick leaves New England and takes <laughs> the Bama job? <laughs> yeah. And then That'd Saban be comes the out. Worse. Saban comes out of retirement to come coach the Patriots. That coach the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they just job switch. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I was no, literally, I, I I was literally thinking about that too. Another rogue team that won't happen now, but it was it came out today that Eberflus staying in Chicago, which make it that way. I think Harbaugh would have been a great fit there. I think it would have been mm. perfect for the Bear culture. And yeah. it just sucks that like for them, I wouldn't have come out and said that about Eberflu unless Harbaugh directly told you that he's not interested, which I don't know why he wouldn't be interested. He got the number one overall pick in the draft. And a pretty solid like core group of players, and in a division that's like who knows what that division is. So, right. but well, yeah. that's interesting, guys. Yeah. Coaching carousel. Coaching carousel. Carousel. Oh yeah, but Eber Eber Flew is staying. The Bears have fired their offensive coordinator Luke Getzey, and they also fired their quarterback coach, I believe. So I we think Fields might be gone, and they take Caleb Williams' first pick overall, or Marvin Harrison if they keep Fields. But uh, is, there, is there like any other like coaches you could see getting hired to a different team that have been let go or like a um, coordinator? I Well, I think for right now, I would say if we're kind of transitioning to our just coaches talk in general, mm-hmm. I would say that the top three, I think Ben Johnson mm-hmm. and Jim Harbaugh right now are probably the two top candidates to go elsewhere i would say probably vrabel now because mm-hmm. i think that he's actually a pretty good coach it was just time to be done in tennessee mm-hmm. um and then maybe even like dan quinn or b enemy um dan think- quinn played did pretty well in dallas so um and he's proven to be a decent head coach i mean he got the falcons to the super bowl almost won it should have won it um and then b enemy has I mean, it's tough to do anything with that group in Washington right now. I don't think yeah, that he's right. got enough to work with, but I think, I'd I say think, those are probably your top ones right now. I do think they should interview the enemy for head coach position for commanders, honestly, though. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think if you're not going after Harbaugh, I think you either that job needs to be either Harbaugh or the enemy. I don't think it makes sense to bring in Vrabel or, or Vrabel yeah. if you have the enemy in the building. Right. Didn't Lions didn't the Lions defensive coordinator just get an interview with Carolina? Or was I a different so. team? Because they're I also so. they're also interviewing Edrew Everett as well for that okay. coaching position. So hmm. but I don't know about the Falcons, honestly. I think Harbaugh, as you guys said, 
I don't know, whatever. Mike, I think Mike Vrabel might actually be a good coach for Atlanta as well. I think Vrabel's yeah. between Ohio State and, and New England. Probably. I think I think that Atlanta, knowing them pretty well, I think they need a, an offensive-minded head coach badly. Mm. So mm. I think a Ben Johnson to Atlanta would be pretty good. I would hate it because that's who I want, but we're keeping Dennis Allen, seems like. Um, but I think Atlanta need an offensive-minded head coach. They have good offensive weapons. They just need a quarterback. They yeah. just need a quarterback. Heineke is not it. Ritter is so not it. <laughs> I think Felipe Franks was playing at the end of that game. Like oh, it. Like they need a quarterback so bad. Didn't they so convert him to a receiver or mm-hmm. a tight end or something? Oh, I have no idea. I just know that it wasn't Ritter playing at the end of the game. Yeah. So. Um, what about you, real quick? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think. I I think Vrabel is kind of being overlooked. I think in terms so too. of you know his because his accomplishments in his in a, he he coached six seasons with the Titans, went to the playoff or had four winning seasons and went to the playoffs three times. With, and was the number one seed one of the times too. He won Coach of the Year in twenty twenty one. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like he he just doesn't have anything really to work with. And when he finally had something to you know latch onto, Will Levis did really well under him. You know, and so I think I think what makes sense is for him to go to New England just based on the ties and their situation and also their culture. Um, I would say that the enemy probably makes the most sense for the commanders. Um, and then I think the Bears are really stupid to not let go of Ibraflus because I was really thinking that Ben Johnson would be the guy to get Justin Fields consistently, you know, at the high level. So I think too one of the dumb moves for me is not necessarily the the idea of keeping Eberflu. Like I don't love it, but I think the the plan to come out and say we're keeping him is not a good move. That's my yeah. my thought. If you end up not wanting to keep him and stuff like that, that's okay. Or if you end up wanting to keep him, cool. But don't come out when all these head coaches are available and say that we're keeping our guy. Right. Um, and I don't know about you, Elijah, but I think that that solidifies that they're not going to stick with Justin Fields. So I will take the alternative approach there because I don't know. Did you, you heard about all the team saying that if they get rid of Justin Fields, that they're going to leave too, right? Yeah. I heard that they were pretty behind him. So I think because I don't think Eberflus is anti fields. I just think he doesn't know how to work with fields Yeah, to make him a consistent, you know, a performer. So I think that Fields is going to stay because if he doesn't, the repercussions in that franchise are going to be massive. Because even the fans like him, you know. Yeah, and I I did hear a story that they might actually just draft Caleb or draft whoever, and then have them both, and then have them compete. And I don't like that move. I think I that, like that I think you need to go one or the other. You either yeah. need to trade Fields. Right. Or you need to keep fields, but if right. you have both, like oh, it's gonna you get can't. messy. Yeah, but the imagine, imagine the amount yeah. of draft draft capital you're gonna get for fields as well. You know, I don't think you get that much. I don't. Right. But you won't. I think you could get a third or a fourth for him. But I don't think. But I think imagine. But countering that, imagine the capital that you can get for the one if you're not gonna draft a quarterback. Right. True. I think you. I think I know that Harrison sh- like is insane but if i'm the bears and i'm not taking a quarterback 
I'm trading the number one pick. That's no ifs, ands, or buts for me. Yeah. See, I if I'm the Bears, I'm taking Harrison. I agree. And no, like no questions asked. And the amount and, and the relationship that Fields and DJ Moore have with Marvin uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. as well. Like right. it was a it was a report that came out last week as well. It's like the relationship they have built already. If they're looking okay at building around Fields and 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 having Fields as their quarterback, there is no better wide receiver duo in the league than DJ Moore and. Marvin, Marvin Harrison, Harrison Jr. Jr. Yeah. Right, but I'll counter that. You could probably trade down to three or four and get Harrison while still getting draft capital back. Okay, because there are, teams that, there are teams that will want Caleb Williams or whoever that badly yeah. that they will trade from three to one. But who's the top five? Give me the top so five. So you have the Bears, you have the Commanders, the Patriots, I believe the Giants. Giants, and then it would be Cardinals. the Cardinals. No, no Cardinals the Cardinals are, are four, four Giants, are Giants are five. Jinx. So okay. I think any of those five you you could trade down with. They, here's the thing. They would have to trade before the Cardinals because the Cardinals would take Marvin Harrison. If 100%. Right, so, so that's why I said three. I think you could trade yeah. with New England, right. and then you could take him at three, and then you'd have three and nine, right? They have nine. Is that their pick? Something like that. Yeah, right. they have nine. Yeah. Because so it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. All right. Last okay. topic of the day. Bachelor, I'm gonna let you take over because this is your team. And yeah. you're very I'm, pissed I'm, about this. I'm hyped up for this. Okay. So um the New Orleans Saints are playing the Atlanta Falcons this week in a must-win game. Um it didn't end up going the way that the Saints would want it to. Um they either needed it uh they needed Tampa to lose to Carolina to win the division. Or they needed, I saw that. Or they needed, um, they needed to win, and Green Bay and Seattle both had to lose. Seattle lost, Green Bay didn't. So it just that's how it goes. Um, but Tyron Matthew had an interception, and he returned it all the way back to the one. He got tackled at the one. I think part of the reason, if you guys watch it back, I think he was debating whether he should score or not. So he took mm. too long to decide, and then they tackled him. So here comes the controversy. Um, Saints line up in victory formation to take a knee at the one yard line. And instead of taking a knee, they hand the ball off to Jamal Williams, who led the league in touchdowns last season with 17. He had zero touchdowns this season. Up until that, they handed the ball off to him. He scored a touchdown. Arthur Smith was pissed after the game, which is hilarious. Cause like he lost his job like five hours later. Um, Arthur Smith was angry and gave Dennis Allen a whole mouthful and Dennis Allen basically apologized to him. And it came out after the game that Jameis Winston slash the new Orleans saints on the field decided that that's what they were going to do. Even though Dennis Allen had called the victory formation. I think the problem everybody's talking now, I'm a saints fan. So I'm taking this differently than maybe other people would. The main issue that a lot of people have been talking about is like, well, should they have scored? Why did they score? They're running up the score. Why did they do it out of victory formation? Somebody's going to get hurt, blah, blah, blah. That is not the story, guys. What the story is, is the players feel confident enough to go against the coach's will. Mm. And not only that, all the other players in the organization are backing Jameis Winston, not the head coach. And – 
that says something. That says a lot. You're telling me that if Kevin Stefanski or uh, Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay tells you take a knee, you're going to do that? You're going to take a knee. No way. You're going to take a knee. You're going to take a knee. Um, Not only that, Dennis Allen, how dare you apologize to the organization of the Atlanta Falcons? How dare you apologize to them? That made me sick that you would come out and apologize to the biggest rival that you have. No way would I apologize. There's no reason you should be apologizing to a rival. Um, And I think that Dennis Allen did himself a disservice because he made it known that it was not his call. Then it caused the controversy. Um, And like, for what? To save your reputation as a guy? Like, Basically, what he did it for was to make Arthur Smith and the Falcons feel better after beating them 48 to 17. Whereas I think the better play would have been just like, yeah, no comment, blah, blah, blah. And then rip your players afterwards privately. Great. But the fact that you're going to drag your players through the mud publicly, and then now Jameis is getting the brunt of it, and all the players are backing Jameis, not the coach, that says so much. It means they want Dennis Allen gone as well. Which yeah, he I should think, be gone. He should yeah. be gone. Like that is three why? consecutive seasons without making the playoffs. Two of them have been under Dennis Allen. So it, is it official that he is coming back for the season? Nothing's official, but I think they would have fired him already. That's my opinion. Yeah. And I, all reports are leaning towards the fact that he's going to be staying. I also, I also think that obviously it will take time to figure out what they want to do moving forward with the organization. And then the other thing to think is too is like. It only happened like not even a week ago. It happened like four days ago. And I get that like that's not I think they're trying to process what they should do to move forward with the organization if they can keep Allen. But I think also the players opinions do matter. I do think Dennis Allen has the fans opinions matter, too. But I think the players have lost respect for Dennis Allen. And you've clearly lost respect for Dennis Allen as a fan as well. Yeah, so, I mean, my biggest issue is when he apologized to the Falcons. Yeah, and I agree. Like, I'm like Jamal like, Williams had no touchdowns. Imagine it'd be year. like if Sean Payton apologized to the Raiders. Yeah, or if, if Kevin Stefanski, Stefanski apologized, apologized to the Browns. To the, to the no, Kevin Stefanski Bengals. apologized to the Steelers. He'd right. be shot in the street the next day. Right. Like he right. he'd be right. he'd be dead. You know. Well, and there have been fans wanting like having fire Dennis Allen signs. There's even um, I heard this um, that there's even people trying to get a GoFundMe to buy a billboard (laughs) by the Saints practice facility to save fire Dennis Allen. They only accomplished six hundred dollars out of like the hundred thousand it would take. Did you donate? I would donate. (laughs) Um, But I think that is where your the owner and the GM needs to pay attention and say, "Look, this is a problem." And if we stick with now, what I'm nervous about is that they stick with DA and then they cut and then they get rid of Jameis. You're going to lose a lot of that locker room because basically what you're saying is we don't tolerate that and you need to get behind our head coach no matter what. And it's like, yeah, but our head coach stinks. Winston is a free agent this year. Correct. I I would rather. I hope they resign him. I'll say something that I think would also uh, show that this incident shows about both teams is that the culture absolutely sucks. Yeah. First of all, how are you going to complain and cry and ask for an apology when it's your fault that you can't stop him? I'm a proponent of running up the score. If you can't stop me, 
I'm going to score as much as I want to score, right? Yeah. You shouldn't be complaining about that. And then and Dennis we're rivals. Allen. Yeah, and your rivals. You're right. You should enjoy it. You should enjoy every single point that you put on the scoreboard against right. them. And Dennis Allen apologizing. And the team completely disregarding his leadership or anything. Like he's that, that's this might be the worst ever example of losing the locker room that yeah. I think I've ever seen. Yeah. And I think if they're if he is the coach next year, the they're like the the GM should go, everything should go. I mean, the reality is fans will sell their tickets. Fans oh, will not a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, there was when we played Detroit, most of the lower bowl in our stadium were Detroit fans. Right. Because fans are selling their tickets. Fans don't want to watch this team. Yeah. And quite frankly, I don't want to watch this team right now. And yeah. also, I here's mean, the thing. When there's so many good coaches out there, there's so many This is the year to coaches. do it. This is the year to do it. You can't wait till next year when you don't know when you're going to have to sign like Ron Rivera again when he's happy and he right. wants to come back, you know. Nick this Saban. is the year to do it. Nick Saban, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. It's just really frustrating. But if you wait one more year, you guys are going to have to sign Freddie Kitchens. No. <laughs> or uh, Ben McAdoo. <laughs> no, not Ben McAdoo. But I think for me, like, I'm almost glad that this happened because I think it shines a spotlight on the organization. And right. I think it's showing that players are unhappy, fans are unhappy. And I think if this doesn't push you to do something, I don't know what will. Nothing would. Nothing like the, nothing will if you won't fire him now and won't get rid of him now i think i think i've backed our gm mickey loomis for a long time he's made a lot of great decisions made been awesome been great with the salary cap like moving things around it's been awesome this is the time i think to get rid of him because if mm. he's gonna back your head coach not the players it's time to go yeah so yeah. all right what are you guys gonna do with car i guarantee you our head coach and our quarterback will stay the same next season. That sucks, but that's yeah. reality. That is reality. I can't keep selling myself the idea that we're going to fire him and that we're going to draft a quarterback. Like I can't. And again, I this have, would be the year to do it, Jaden. I just have to be. Ca- I just have to face the reality that it's going to be the same next year. Mm-hmm. And then if it's not, then I'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> same with my team, honestly. Yeah, brutal. Oh, I talked about it last week with the Broncos. I'll uh, go watch that episode if you guys are interested. Obviously, I wasn't there last week being a Broncos fan, but also if you guys just want Thatcher to do it from now on, since apparently he has just the most views, <laughs> you know, we yeah. can just do that too. Yeah, so. that too. Yeah. But a quick wild card, wild card to start this weekend. Green Bay at Dallas. That'll be on Sunday. The Rams at the Lions. Stafford will be making his return to Detroit for the first time since being traded. That will happen on Sunday as well. Also, Goff is facing the Rams. So it's yeah, a so Goff, Goff, yeah, it's a little reunite, uh, reuniting stuff. Well, I mean, they faced each other like two years ago when they won the right, Super Bowl. But, but yeah. it's not it's not been in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, we also got Cleveland and Houston on Saturday. Miami and KC on Saturday, KC's a three seed. Did you guys not. see that the weather for that game is supposed to be zero with a with a low yes. of negative nine degrees? It's gonna be a bro. It's like it's the, gonna be like the Buffalo game last year when the Bengals. I will back Buffalo. the Chiefs in that game just because of that. Yeah, bro. The Dolphins are gonna get smoked. 
That's the Dolphins are going to get absolutely smoked. Tua yeah. doesn't know how to play in cold weather. No, no. And, and then we have really, but <laughs> we have Pittsburgh and Buffalo on Sunday as well. And then Monday we got Philly and Tampa Bay. Kind of crazy. Monday it's on ESPN, ABC, ESPN two, and ESPN plus. Because it's the only game, right? Yeah, it's the only game. Yeah. So it'll be everywhere. I'm calling a Buccaneers upset right now. But mm, I mean, Baker me. was practicing with tobacco, chewing tobacco in his pocket. So oh, right. yeah. might have to back the Buccaneers he's, on he's, that he's, one. He's feeling dangerous. Yeah. Yep. Woke up feeling dangerous. Yeah. But Sam Fran and Baltimore on on buys because they have the one seed. They will host the lower seed of whoever wins the matchups this weekend. So one will be in San Francisco, one will be in Baltimore. So, cool. but that is going to do it for us. I hope you guys enjoyed. I don't have a crazy, crazy episode, and all three of yeah. us being back as well yeah. is really nice. Elijah being busy with moving back into Utah, and I'm working. But hope you guys enjoyed. More news to come. Quick thing: Kawhi did sign an extension with the Clippers today, oh, so yeah. they are locking him down. They're so, still paying washed up talent. Yep. So. They haven't learned their lesson. Nope. But <sighs> we will catch you guys next Saturday for our one-year anniversary for our podcast. Crazy it's been one year, huh? That's I know, Eliza, you kind of joined us late. but, but Eli- I mean, it wasn't that much longer until Eliza joined. Yeah. So Yeah, but we will probably have Caleb on next week because he was a part of this when we started. And Elijah will... The 49ers are on a bye. He can't complain about anything. True. True. But we will catch you guys next week. Enjoy the rest of your week enjoy going back to school unfortunately for us we don't want to be at school but yeah enjoy all your sports this weekend see you guys see you guys see ya